First and foremost, this is a film podcast and also a music podcast. And I want to say happy birthday. I know it's saying a lot to an artist who I respect and I've been listening to for a very long time. Mr. Maynard James Keenan of Pussifer, A Perfect Circle, and of course, Tool. He sells his wine, which I can no longer drink. But happy birthday, Maynard. Thank you for giving us music, life, and wine. Happy birthday to you. Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast Saturday night. That's right. Yesterday we talked about a legend, Charlie Chaplin. Without Charlie Chaplin, the film, the comedy as you know it would not exist. Also Buster Keaton. I'm gearing up to do a whole thing on Buster Keaton. I've I've talked about him before. But I figured, you know, I'm going to talk about Chaplin. Got to talk about Keaton. And Mary Pickford as well. There's so much within the canon of silent films. And I know. Some of you are going to groan. and Oh, God. Silent films? That's a hundred years ago. Yeah, it was. But it was such an interesting time. How a story could be told in that manner. I think of the story of Joan of Arc. And how that was told through silent film. The look, the feel, the vibe, okay? Versus dialogue, noise, crying. With silent films, you have music, you have tone, you have feeling, expressions. It takes me back to Carol Burnett when she parodied I loved how she would parody the old Hollywood stars on her show. And, and she says, in my day, we didn't need jokes. We had faces. That's right. They had faces. You know who said that? <laughs> Gloria Swanson. In Sunset Boulevard. In my day, we didn't need jokes. We had faces and expressions. And the camera. And all those wonderful people out there in the dark. I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. DeMille. (laughs) That's so hilarious. The way she did that, because that is all real, okay? She didn't really have to act to do that. That's real. And Gloria Swanson was one of those people who took her shit way too seriously. Maybe that's why Kennedy liked her. In fact, I don't know. I, I hear she had... Well, never mind. That's a rumor. And there's a lot in in silent films. You had Marion Davies, who was the mistress of Mr. William Randolph Hearst. Remember Hearst Castle? Oh, yeah. Lady Gaga film there. You know, the fact that I'm going from silent films to Lady Gaga. Come on. That's actually probably, for me, one of my favorite Lady Gaga videos. Is that art pop film that she did. You've got Venus. You've got art pop. And you've got... G-U-Y, okay? 
and the way she did that at Hearst Castle. I've never seen anyone do a music video like that. It was, I mean, she had the real housewives of Orange County. Was it Orange County? It was one of them. And they're lip syncing, and some of them couldn't lip sync for shit. But it was funny. Because then you know the history of Hearst Castle, Marion Davies. Who was in the in the silent films? I don't really think she was in talkies. There's a movie about Marion Davies and William Randolph Hearst. It's called The Cat's Meow, and there was a mysterious thing that happened on William Randolph Hearst's boat. Yep, and we'll dive more into that next time. But right now, we're just going to talk about films. We're going to talk about silent films. Where they're going, the expressions, the feeling, the calm. And so I've returned, Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. We're not really going to talk about a film in particular because it's Saturday. Let's relax. recollect our thoughts as we move from Saturday to Sunday and why I talk about art, film and music on this podcast is essential, it's always been essential since the beginning of time the renaissance the industrial age The Baroque period. Mozart. Beethoven. Van Gogh. Picasso. And of course the 20th century. The art form of film. How it's continuous. And right after this episode, I'm going to go and watch The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So the technology continues. And I apologize, but I am hungry. This is part of the show. We record together and we dine together. It's Saturday. You all need a sound effects. Oh, Saturday Night Live, your writing is so subpar every weekend. It's like, ooh, a few jokes. And I do mean a few. As we prepare for the Academy Awards next weekend. Isn't that hard to believe? I still haven't watched Nomadland and I still haven't watched Jesus, Judas and the Black Messiah but I'm on it I'm on it in fact maybe I'll watch it tomorrow I enjoy this show I enjoy this time together now I sound like Carol Burnett I love Carol Burnett I mentioned that earlier where she would sing I'm so glad we had this time together 
I've always, I've always wanted a collection of her early episodes. But I guess you have to get them from Time Life. I wasn't alive in the 70s. And what I saw were reruns. And then I remember she brought the show back in the 80s and the 90s. Different cast. In fact, I could have sworn that Peter Krause of Six Feet Under was on one of Carol Burnett's revivals. Now, this June, Six Feet Under and The Sopranos, that was the beginning of cinematic television, okay? People weren't going to the the theaters anymore. They were watching The Sopranos and Six Feet Under. And I mention that because this June is, of course, the 20th anniversary of the premiere of Six Feet Under with Mr. Peter Krause and Mr. Michael C. Hall, who went on to do Dexter. Isn't that that crazy when you have a show as iconic as Six Feet Under and then you go and do another show that's even bigger and you're playing a serial killer. Oh, wait, no. A vigilante. I'm not going to call Dexter Morgan. Well, maybe he was. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe he wasn't. But that's not for us to decide. It's... That's the character. That's the books. And this June, the 20th anniversary of Six Feet Under, created by Alan Ball, (coughs) who wrote American Beauty. So off the heels of American Beauty, he creates a series, Six Feet Under, for HBO. It takes place in a, in a funeral home. Run by a family, the Fishers. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that in June. I, it was such a great series. Oh, my God. And the way they ended it. Whoa. And so I figure we'll end there tonight. There are things to come. Music and movies. As I said at the beginning, happy birthday, Maynard James Keenan. I love all the bands, Pussifer, Perfect Circle, but Tool will always be my number one. And the way they gel together as a band, they are four virtuosos. Justin Chancellor on bass, Danny Carey on drums, Adam Jones on guitar, and Maynard James Keenan on vocals. They are virtuosos. What they make together, what they create together is epic. Happy birthday, Maynard. You inspire so many of us with the music and the ideas. Unpleasant dreams.